Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. <laughs> One, two, three, hi. Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance and coming to you live from above the Heineken River Deck at Pier 17. So stupid, kid. Man, where the hell my brain? Something's wrong with my brain, man, for real. I don't know what I, I – it just came out of my mouth. Hey, good play, I screwed up the name, okay. and then all of a sudden I start thinking, yeah, what if Mike played? He'd be a dangerous receiver. Tall, slim. Oh, God. Because Mike, you know, Michael Jackson was tall. How tall was Mike? Man, I think Mike was 6'2". What? You see him taking those hits? Just mark that down, y'all. Key says 6'2 is tall. Mark it down. (laughs) No, no, I mean for Mark it down for the record books. I'm saying for a senior. So so Jay's Uh, only like an inch and a half away from being tall. tall. I think, think, look it up. I think he might have been 6'2", but I could be wrong. I, I know he's tall for a musician. That's for damn sure. Every time I hear Michael Jackson, I think about Chris Rock's. Netflix series. I'll yeah. get into that later. He said Selective he, outrage. Chris, Chris Rock said. <laughs> Can't play Michael R. Kelly, but you still play in, Michael Jackson. Showed ah, up in court looking like Captain about Crunch. It. I almost cried. Listen, anyway, Jeremy Fowler is with us now. Jay Fowler. <laughs> Jeremy. How have you been? It's been a minute since hey, you've man, been I'm in studio now. with is, us. These are my guys right here. So, so you can see Jeremy Fowler across a variety of You don't want to come in freestyle? He's trying to. You haven't freestyled on our show for yeah, a while. Say, this is an important week. We got to get some. Okay. Yeah, All right. See, I like the way you deflected about 24, right there. About 24 yeah, hours, a little more. I like the way you deflected right there. Next time you come on the show, I'm not going to allow you to deflect. Franchise I'll be, I'll be, tag I'll deadline tomorrow. I got you. Yeah. So we've been talking a lot about the quarterback carousel, Jeremy. And from the beginning, to me, it looked like, man, what you have to give up to get Rodgers or maybe Lamar yeah. Jackson or something. Just sign Derek Carr if you're the Jets. And you may have four or five years of a yeah. good veteran quarterback. So – where do you see Derek Carr landing at this point? It seems to be trending that way right now. So I was told last night that Derek Carr is slightly leaning, still a lot to be worked out, but slightly leaning toward the Jets and that the Panthers and the Saints still involved. You know, the Saints have really tried to put together a good case for Derek Carr. He's been their number one option. So a lot to play out. But the Jets made a big impression on Derek Carr. It appears that he wants to go there. And he's hit it off with the coaching staff. I know the coaching staff would be very happy with Derek Carr. So that begs the question, well, what happened with Aaron Rodgers? Because he's been their option A. Uh, I'm trying to find that out, but it is my sense talking to multiple teams in the quarterback market that think that just the money with Aaron Rodgers' contract is going to be an issue if a trade were to be agreed to. It's just – and there's no real traction on that yet. It's my understanding the Packers are still waiting on Aaron Rodgers to an extent. You know, retirement has really been on the table pretty much throughout all this as a potential option. And, you know, but Rodgers has that $58 million due to him in a balloon payment to be exercised between, you know, mid-March and week one. Mm. Teams are going to have a hard time with that. That's my understanding right now. So they would probably want to rework that. You know, it could be a hurdle that maybe results in no deal. Wait, hold on, Jeremy. Did you just say that – $58 $58 million is due in a balloon payment? 
Yeah, that's what's well, an option bonus is what it is. Yeah, it's yeah, easy. but they got to give him that in one strike. One lump. Yeah. Hey, well, hey. You, it's yeah. We can get into like how teams pay players. It's not a, a, just a blank check in the moment. Oh, okay. They, I, I was about to say. You, yeah, of course. But yeah. it, it locks in as the point. Oh it, yeah, it, yeah. It, it would be, be guaranteed. it would be guaranteed money. He's yeah. got plans for the he fifty-eight was like, all at once. I'm sitting there. No, no, no. But I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm saying to myself, wait a minute. They get ready to just write him a check. On this day, and then come the regular season, he's not going to get any salary. I was just like, I just was like. See, I'm just thinking about tax to the on match. that check. You know, yeah, I'm like, jeez. But, Jeremy, what about this guy across the, the river from Jay and, and you guys in Daniel Jones? What's the latest on his big money, four-year, $170 million potential money he could be cashing in on? Yeah, Key, the Giants and Daniel Jones reps were negotiating – Pretty hard all week in Indianapolis at the scouting combine. So um, they're working toward Tuesday, 4 p.m., which is the franchise tag deadline. So there's optimism that something can get done. It's going to be a big number, I'm told, um, most likely with a four in front of it. And so. Really? Yeah, you're looking at if it's a four year deal, which they've talked about, it would be, what, in excess of $160 million or, or more. So they'd have to find a sweet spot on that. Now, guaranteed? No, I, I right. What what's I the guarantee? Tell me, like uh, nah. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I bet I bet I'll have strong guarantees. I do. So I, three years of the salary guaranteed, something mm. like that. Is it two or three? Is the question? A lot of these quarterback deals are you know in the like fifty, fifty-five, maybe sixty percent guaranteed. Okay. So you know perhaps Jones's people can get that percentage higher, get it closer to a hundred. But I, I would be surprised if, if it was fully guaranteed. I bet you he's a seventy percent guarantee guy. Yeah, I mean, on his four-year deal, I can see that. Is that yeah. is that is that just current market value where he is? That's do you, right. do you like it, it, does that sound right to you or like? And by the way, sounding right doesn't mean that actually yeah. is what it should be. Like, Correct. what do you think it should be for the caliber of talent that Daniel Correct. Jones is? Because yeah, the, the market doesn't always account for 1, the caliber of player. Yes. It's about what you're available to at the time. And the the logic here is, I think, with at least with the player is. Okay, let's say he gets $43, $45 million a year, right? Looks, it sounds crazy on paper, but by the time Jalen Hurts, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert all do their deals sometime in the next six months, all of a sudden Daniel Jones is maybe the ninth highest paid quarterback or the tenth highest paid, which really wouldn't be all that crazy, uh, all things considered. Depending on how the contract's structured, that's big, right? Like hmm. It could be $42 million a year, but m- maybe some of that's funny money. Like it, it really matters what's guaranteed like you're talking about. Um, so if you're Daniel Jones, you can say that, and then you can say, okay, hey, if Jalen Hurts is going to get $50 million a year, that's great. I get it. He was an MVP candidate, but I had less help at wide receiver, and I won a playoff game and had a big year. And, and so, like, that's his argument, th- those two principles. And so the Giants really have to be willing to to meet them halfway on that. And so far, they haven't shied away from the big number. They've continued to negotiate. And that's why a lot of the league is fairly surprised. Like, that was the biggest surprise out of the Combine when I talk to people, is that the Giants appear all in on getting this done. Jeremy Fowler, well. Jeremy Fowler, ESPN senior NFL writer, joining us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. So, Jeremy, you was down in Indianapolis. Mm-hmm. Tell us some of the gossip in Indy that we didn't hear that's in your hip pocket. Give us something. Yeah, so there was some good Lamar Jackson gossip. You know, I heard from multiple people that they think – that the Ravens will put the non-exclusive franchise tag on Lamar Jackson, which would set up other teams to be able to put in offer sheets for Lamar Jackson, and then the Ravens could match that offer and keep Lamar under a long-term deal, 
or they could decline the offer and pick up two first-round picks. So that would be big. I, I still believe the Ravens are deciding and are not firm one way or the other. So if they put the exclusive franchise tag on, it's $45 million, and he's locked in, at least for this year. If the non-exclusive is so far different, where that gets other teams involved in the mix, whether it's Atlanta or maybe Miami or whoever just wants to zero in on Lamar Jackson, they have a clear path to do it, and that would be bananas for the next week if I was that saying, happens. Wouldn't the non-exclusive just pretty much mean that they're, okay, like we're on part ways? Because somebody's gonna somebody's yes going no. to give him that max. Yes and no. Somebody's gonna and I, I, I highly doubt that. I don't know that. that. I don't know that. I'm you, not convinced. You really of that. don't think somebody yeah. would give Lamar Jackson Jay, that 230 along, or 240 million dollars? Along guarantee? those lines, I always thought so. But I, the re, the reason, like that question, is very interesting to me because when I hear a teammate come out and say, "I know Lamar really wants to be here." And then I hear that coupled with the hey, the team might non exclusive fran- or ex- uh, non exclusive franchise tag him. To me, it all adds up to maybe the market is not as robust as I thought it would be. Hmm. I you can know? tell you right now, Jeremy, and you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. I would think so, but David Tepper, the owner of the Carolina Panthers, will do anything for a quarterback, and he's got more money than God. You don't yes. think a guy like that would I- say, "Well, if this is what you want, Frank, this is what we need." I'm willing to go to 238, 239. I'm willing to do it and give up those two ones. Or the Miami Dolphins, for instance, which is in your backyard, they all of a sudden say to themselves, well, we like Tua, but we still got to pick up that fifth-year option on Tua, which is probably around $30 million. So do we want to hedge that better? Do we have an opportunity now to pick up one of the most explosive quarterbacks that gives us even more speed on the Mm -hmm. offensive side of the ball than what we already have? Yes, there will be suitors. And talk about Atlanta. The Falcons, they spent the last two years getting out of salary cap hell. They now have salary cap space. They've got draft picks. Now, they might value that to where they don't want to give it all up for one player. Um, But Atlanta is a team that I know other teams are watching and curious about whether they make a move uh, for Lamar Jackson. So there will be suitors. Max brings an interesting point, though, about what is the robust market. Now, I do think Lamar Jackson goes to the front of the line with the available quarterbacks, including Aaron Rodgers. He would be number one. You got an MVP in his prime. Three weeks younger than Joe Burrow. Yes, but there's a lot to unpack. I mean, he's been injured in back-to-back years. The Ravens were surprised that he didn't play in the playoffs. Like, I sense the relationship isn't great right now. And so, there, you know, there's some stuff there to, to sort yeah, but of Jer- shake out. Jeremy, like yeah, given- key, key, there's a difference between I, – I, I hear what you're saying, Jeremy, but to, to reconcile the points here a little bit – this may be the perception of the Ravens at the moment, maybe, that the market isn't so robust for Lamar. But, but what their perception of the market is and what the marketplace actually is when a top-flight quarterback hits the market, right. two different things. Yes. No one was going to predict that Deshaun yes. was going to get 230 guaranteed. Every year we see mediocre quarterbacks out of college shoot up draft boards because yes. people need quarterbacks. But, but teams could be gun-shy about the Deshaun deal, the Russell Wilson contract. Mm-hmm. You give up the draft picks and the huge contract, and then you don't win – at least early on, teams are, are might be a little hesitant as a result. Now, now look, I, do I think Lamar Jackson would get a huge offer sheet in this scenario? Yes. I just, I'm not convinced it would be the $250 million over five years, fully guaranteed, no questions asked. I'm not convinced of that. Maybe some team would do it, but I think there could be some hesitation with other teams. Yeah, Jeremy, you just mentioned uh, briefly there that the Ravens expected him. They were shocked that he did not play in playoffs. Uh, he's missed some significant time over the last two years, and he didn't play toward the end of the season this past season. But is that more of 
I ain't playing for y'all because I already have been hurt? Or is it I'm really hurt so I can't play? So why would the Ravens be shocked? I, I, I don't want to say shocked. I just know some people in the locker room expected him to play based on what they knew leading up to that week. Um, the, so he, he hasn't he was, really. So he then, was legitimately hurt. Make no mistake about it. Like, yes, he has, but, but he could have played. Yeah, being hurt is different than being injured, though, right? Like people play through, you know, injuries all the time. Like if, right. if you know, so yeah. yeah like if a, I got my two hundred and forty million dollars fully guaranteed, there I can you show go. You I can play. There you go. Right. Jeremy, yeah. Jeremy Fowler, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN senior NFL writer. You can get more from Jeremy on Get Up at 8 a.m. Eastern. He appears on such programs as This Just In, 2 p.m. Eastern yes, on ESPN. Thanks, Jeremy. Thanks, Keyshawn J. Will Max was presented by Progressive Insurance. Progressive Commercial Insurance flexes to fit your business's needs from quick repairs to adjustable coverages and even payment options. Progressive Commercial makes it easy to get what you need. Quote today in as little as six minutes at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Are we being too hard on John Morant? Keyshawn J. Will Max. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus. Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C ebikes.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. John Morant is a young man who has all the talent in the world, but he needs to be held accountable for his actions. We as a basketball community have to put our arms around him to help him get out of his own way. Because for me, this is just immature behavior that is not even who he is. It's who he is right now, but it's not who he's going to become. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, ESPN 2. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. We're on Sirius XM Channel 80 in the ESPN app. So... There are a couple different ways, at least, to look at this Ja Morant situation. Ja's latest transgression, has behavioral transgression, was he put himself on, his, on IG from a club. <laughs> really, it's Friday night, but okay, technically Saturday morning, brandishing a gun. And he did this after all these different incidents where there were police reports but no charges where people's eyes have been on Ja Morant. He's been criticized for trying to be something he's not. Because he's not, his background is not like some other players' backgrounds who've gotten into trouble, right? He is 
he's also it's you know jeopardizing a fortune. He could be a face of the the league, one of the faces of American sports. I, I think along with Patrick Mahomes, he's the most scintillating athlete to watch in sports right now. And so, you know, for him to brandish a gun on his own, not someone else got him on on video and, and broadcast it. He broadcast it can be seen as a cry for help, right? Come on, someone get me out of this, man. <laughs> um, but also people think, no, 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 you guys are being too easy on him. You know, he keeps, he stays messing up. He needs to face the consequences. So which is it? We're being too hard or too easy on John Morant. 888-SAY-ESPN-KJM. Tim in Memphis, what you got? Hey, what's going on, guys? What up, Tim? Yeah. Two things. First thing, I like how Jay and Keyshawn say they understand Memphis because I've been here all my life and I still don't understand it. But, uh, <laughs> uh, I actually work in the criminal justice field. I own a probation company here in Memphis, man. And I see guys coming in here all the time for stupid stuff with these guns. Uh, the governor of Tennessee uh, about a year ago said anybody can carry a gun in Tennessee. So, Keyshawn, you from California. It's this song called The Hood that took me under. Um, John Miranda got took under by Memphis, man. Uh, he's not from that mode. He's down here. He's getting into stupid stuff. Uh, I don't think he's asking for help. I don't know where that comes from. That's You guys are compassionate. Uh, I think he's – I think it goes back to your upbringing who you have around you, the type of information they're giving you. Are they giving you good information? Are they just hanging around you because you got the dollars and they just want to have fun with you? He needs better people around him, and he needs that quick. Look, Tim, when I say I know Memphis, I don't know Memphis like that, but I understand I understand rough areas mentalities is what I what I would say. When I say I understand Memphis, I spent some time in Memphis, but nowhere near to the point where I feel like I'm an expert in the city. Not no no way, shape, form, or, or anything remotely close to that. But I also, but I do understand inner cities, and I do understand violence, and I do understand you around certain type of people that look like you. And Memphis is a black city. I understand all those sort of things. So that's what I was saying. I understood Memphis. Oh, did Timmy leave? Greco in Queens, you're on KJM, ESPN Radio. Morning, morning, fellas. What's good? What's good with Bob and J-Bob there. (laughs) No, but seriously, I had had two joints I wanted to talk about. One, seriously, with the John Morant thing, it's just bad all around because of his influence with young black men and how – he going around, pardon me, I just ran down the stairs and back up. Because <laughs> so, <laughs> I had to go grab my phone. It was on, it was on uh, speaker, and I heard, I heard you say Greco from Queens. So I had to run back and grab it. But anyway, now, Ja, Man, you like out said, of had breath. heavy influence. I'm sorry, what happened? I said you out of breath, man. No, I want to hear right? him try and get through it. I'm, I'm out back of breath. now. Can I'm yeah. back now? I can run a, I can run a, I can run a 40 and like 4-2 right now. I'm back. I'm good. <laughs> Greco, right. go. But, um, I want to hear you get through this with <laughs> trying to catch your breath. <laughs> No, what I'm saying is like his influence his influence max is just too heavy in the in the community as to where he has young men looking up to him and if this is what you're doing, this is what they think they are able to do as well. 
And yeah, but think about the reaction. Said, but, said, but Greco, think about the reaction to it. No one's like, oh, my, yeah, Ja Morant, boy, that's fresh. No, everyone's like, yeah, Ja, that's not really you. Why is he playing the role? He's messing up his future. It's not like there's been a rally around Ja from the streets or from mainstream media or anywhere. No, but what he's saying, what Greco's saying, though, is young kids that are watching the, on the AAU circuit, the mm-hmm. teenagers, they That's don't know the, the difference. Doing. They don't know the difference. They think, oh, he got millions. He, jive, he got his own shoe, shirt off, in the club, helicopter looking. They look at that and they go, Man, okay, so if I get money, I could do that too. That's that's what Greg If Greco's I get saying. into trouble, all I have to say is I need help. Have you yeah, have yeah. you ever heard like um Key with your kids with Vance or anybody? Or like Calabasas would probably be a great example of this. I I, I see it in other areas, and I know Calabasas is a huge difference between Calabasas and, and Memphis. But you ever heard like the thing like doing it for the gram? Oh, yeah. You ever heard that terminology, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like social media to me. Like I, I do think there's an element of this that is like, yo, let me, let me show my gun on social media because it's like the thing. It's like TikTok. It's the thing. Like I'm not really that life. But like, if you understand anything about, like, culture and, like, rapping right now, like, in that pocket, and I know I keep coming back, it's, it's about let me show you I'm that life, but I'm not really that life. By the that's way, that's, the been the rap game, that's been the rap game forever. That's, by the way, that's the that's, film that's, business, that, you know, it's like popular that, culture. It's that combined now with Max with where we are with this TikTok, mm-hmm. Instagram, fake-ass life that kids are portraying that they live that ain't really what they're doing. Hey, Jay, how old is Ja? Twenty three now? Is that okay. Right? Hold on. I if you, look. If you told me, no, no, but he's, but he's an adult. Old. He's an adult yep. with a lot of money. If you said what you just said to me, and you said to me that's what Vance was doing at twelve or ten or thirteen or fourteen, I say okay, cool. I, I, he, he, he trying to get his followers up on Instagram or whatever y'all call that stuff on social media. John Moran, 20-plus years old with an NBA career, close could, could potentially earn him close to a billion damn dollars. And an international And if he's doing that yeah. for Instagram, but, but Key, he's a damn fool. I, I hear you, man. I, yeah, you call, him, you call him whatever name you want, brother. I, I, he's I, a damn fool you, if he's are, doing that for IG. I, I, I said call him whatever you want. You allowed to call him whatever you want. I, you just coming to the table as a grown-ass man with a lot of different experiences. I'm just trying to tell you, like, some of these kids are doing stuff like that, Key. I and know that's what I basketball said, but and he's this, not a kid. He's, he's 20, an adult. He's this is young. not, to, this he's is an not adult. to excuse any behavior from John. No, it's John. not. He's I just, want, I just want to mention something. <laughs> Most of us who, who have ever lived, if you could put a camera on us on, and record us when we were 23 years old, well, it's not 18, that's true, but when we're 23, there will be plenty of moments that would publicly wreck our lives Certainly, we'd be embarrassed about years later at the very least. Now, I understand he pointed the camera at himself. Exactly. No question. I'm not making excuses. Nevertheless, the kind of stupid behavior of 23-year-olds, when I was 23, if there were cameras around like that, I might have done the same stupid thing. Right? Yeah, Maybe not with Brandon. Sure, sure. But, you know, sure, whatever. Sure you would have, Max, when you're getting ready to make a billion dollars. Sure you would have. Sure. You know, sometimes. Because first of all, but, you wouldn't have had. You, first of all, Max. You wouldn't surround yourself around nobody that's not going to tell you you're doing wrong. You're not. I hate whenever you say you're not defending something, that means you're enabling it or advocating for it. I'm not. No, I'm just telling you how people 
hear words before you even get like your real thought out, right? I am not advocating for it. And I'm not saying that Ja Morant is this guy because he came from a dual parenting background. But key, not everybody is as resilient as you, brother. Not but everybody can handle but, but, listen to me. but it ain't got nothing to do I, with I understand, me. I, I know, but not everybody can handle peer pressure or the lifestyle of, I, like, I mean, of knowing who they are at 23 years old. Jay, Jay you like, missed the point. I am point. a walking proof of somebody. But it's not. It's no, not listen a, to me. Let, me. let me let me. I am walking proof of somebody that at age of 21 threw away half a billy, bro. Yeah. I'm the walking damn proof of it. Bad Because ego and decisions, and sometimes those people that you have around you are afraid to tell you what the truth is because they're on the payroll. So not everybody has the ability to properly vet and say, here are the people that I know are going to have my best interests because they're confused. Key, I want to hear your response to this. Yeah, go ahead. I want to hear your response to this on the other side, and a lot of people want to weigh in on this. 888-SAY-ESPN. I think the big takeaway is, Ja, you continue down this path. You're going to be sitting next to me in 20 years talking. Jesus. Being it's abused, not a bad gig being we're abused doing, by, by Keyshawn Johnson. Like He's going to call you Jabob. Don't do it. What? Make better decisions. We got the best life there is, man. Are we being too hard on Jabob? Plus, is Derek Carr the Jets' best option? Keyshawn J. Willemax. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will. And Max. Their car is slightly leaning. Still a lot to be worked out, but slightly leaning toward the Jets. The Jets made a big impression on Derek Carr. It appears that he wants to go there. That begs the question, well, what happened with Aaron Rodgers? Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. We're presented by Progressive Insurance and joined now by Monday morning Dan Orlovsky. Dan (laughs) usually uh, drop a bombshell on a Monday morning, goes viral. ESPN football analyst, former NFL quarterback, 12-year vet. Good morning, Dan. What's up? What y'all doing? Y'all bringing energy today, or are we just trying to walk through the day, Max? That's every day, Dio. Every day. But you every know, day. <laughs> you know How who's you doing, been a big Dan? inspiration like along those lines, Dan? I don't know about for you. Harry Douglas. What's you ever, up? You ever talked to Harry Douglas about how he attacks the day? Boy, you feel like jumping out of bed and taking on the world. First off, Dan, we got us on speakerphone in the car. Where are you? I'm, where do you think I'm going? I'm driving into Bristol. Uh, we're going to get to John Morant calls in a little bit, but, Dan, we have some things to get in with you, obviously. Jeremy Fowler believes that Derek Carr is leaning toward the Jets. I've been saying from the beginning, you don't have to give up anything for him but the money. You need you forget about drafting and developing a guy. You obviously can't do it. You're ready to win now or pretty soon anyway. Derek Carr makes a lot of sense. What do you think about that fit? Yeah, it's not surprising that Derek's leaning towards the Jets. That's probably the second-best destination for – you know, a quarterback needy team outside of Carolina. You you can make the case that it's better for a 
a guy that's in his career situation right now. Carolina might be better for a younger guy. So I'm not surprised that Derek's leaning there. And I get where the Jets are coming from. Yeah, I, I think the, the weighing of, while Aaron is the better player, right, than Derek Carr and Rodgers, there's no debate about that. What makes the Jets a better team? And we were talking about this this past Friday because, you know, how many teams can one afford Aaron and his salary? The Jets are one. Only if they cut players like C.J. Mosley and D.J. Reed and um, Carl Lawson. So are, if you're the Jets, are you sitting there going, while we need a quarterback, are we a better team with Rodgers minus those three guys than we and the draft pick, likely, than we would be with that draft pick and those three guys and Derek Carr? I, I don't – I, I think I'm starting to lean towards the latter of keeping the pick, keeping those players, having Derek Carr, and seeing what kind of team they can throw out there this year. I was going to ask you, what, what are they, though? What, what are they in the AFC East? Miami quarterback questions on what they're going to do with Tua's fifth-year option. Maybe there's a Lamar Jackson siding at some point in Miami. You see what Buffalo and Leslie Frazier stepping away on the defensive side of the ball. They have some tr- struggles at times on offense with Ken Dorsey. So when you start to look at that, now Bill O'Brien's in the division again with Mac Jones. Now you're looking at those other three teams. What are the Jets with Carr? I think you could put them right up there to, with the best team in the AFC East. I don't think you disrespect Buffalo and say that the Jets are the favorites, but I think you sit there and go, oh, the Jets can no question win the AFC East. It, 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 with that defense and that young talent and if Derek plays good football, they absolutely can win that division. They're a playoff team with Derek Carr. Um, Dan Orlovsky on KJM ESPN Radio. So we're talking about Daniel Jones on the show earlier and the fact that the number reportedly, if the Giants work out a deal, there have been conflicting reports about that, by the way, whether they're close or not, is going to start with a four. What do you think about that, Dan? I'm good. I'm out. There's no shot I'm paying Daniel Jones $40-plus million. Listen, I don't want to come on Monday and crush Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones had a nice year. Like, he had a good season. He earned money. He, he totally changed the narrative around the player that he was. $40-plus million, and the main reason is he didn't throw a bunch of interceptions? That would be – that would be the, seven months ago, the conversation was, man, like, can they – can they franchise tag him maybe? Like, could, could they maybe? Could he play well enough to earn a franchise tag? This, now we're talking 42 – I heard $42 million a year. $42 million a year for to say, hey, you didn't turn the ball over a bunch? Patrick Mahomes is making 45. You know what's surprising if, if, if to I'm me about it, nine. Dan? You know what's yeah, surpri- 45 yeah. today, though. Yeah, but you know what's surprising to me about it, Dan? I understand working out a deal if it gives you some cap relief because you got to, you know, that entire franchise tag counts against the cap. But at those numbers, you're not even going to lower your cap hit. So for that, you slap him with a franchise tag. Well, then the, the, the concern I would say is if you slap him with the franchise tag, then you don't keep Saquon. Because Saquon's probably going to hit the market then and get more money than you want to pay him. So it's the balance of trying. I think they prefer, I would imagine, to keep both those guys. And obviously, 
the preference is the quarterback over the back strictly because of the position. But I still, like, I, again, I don't want to kill Daniel. Daniel earned money this year. But we're to 42 million. And everyone will say, this is, I know what Keyshawn's going to say. Well, you're worth what the market tells you you are. You don't got to pay it, though. But but he, no, but, but Dan, you you know, overpaid by Dan, a million, no big deal. Dan, Dan, you are you are correct as to what I would say. You are what the market say you are. But again, let's bring some different context to this. That's the APY average per year. That's not the real money. The real money is what is he touching in the first two to three years. That's the real money. The average doesn't mean anything. Hell, I averaged seventeen million a year as a receiver. Did I ever see seventeen million dollars a year as a receiver? No. No, so I don't care about that. What's the real money? You never seventeen million dollars a year. Never seen it. <laughs> ne- ne- hey, never seen a penny. You ain't you ain't taking me to dinner or lunch once. It's in the four an years average, Dan. You know how they do that. Man, Hell, you were. What was you your average? About nine. Nine as a as a backup. Nine million a year. That was your average. Dan, real quick, I know we have you for another minute. Let me let me just get your thoughts on if the Ravens do a non-exclusive tag on um, Lamar Jackson. What do you think happens? Yeah. Um, I, I I think that the, this that starts the clock on his time as a Raven being done. I would never do that. Why would I give you the chance to leave me? Like, why would I do that? The Chiefs would never. The Bills would never. The Chargers would never. The Bengals would Those teams would never, even if there's a 1% chance that someone's going to come offer the deal and the picks, I just wouldn't even give it the opportunity if I was Baltimore. I'm, and I think we've made this conversation way too black and white, like pay them or don't pay them. There's way more gray area in this conversation, and it's not as easy as some of us have made it out to be. But to place the non-exclusive is sitting there going, well, well, if someone really wants to come get you, come get them. And I just sit there and I go, I would never throw that out there as an opportunity because you're too valuable to my organization. And I think, too, dude, I got to beat Joe Burrow. But, but, what if they don't, but what if they don't value him like that, though, Dan? What if they say, we got this new offensive Correct. coordinator, we can get any quarterback to fit within this system, this is not the old uh, Greg Roman system. This is more a pro yeah. style. We can get anybody to do it. What if they? What if they? What if their brains are telling them that? Um, if you're going to do that and say it's strictly because they don't want to pay that guaranteed amount, um, I understand the financial, like the business side of it. I would say this though, Key. While you can get a lot of quarterbacks to play good football. You, I think AFC teams, Key, I think are just in a world of hurt for the next eight to ten years. And that's rare to say in the NFL. If you don't have a guy to go beat those four or five guys, truly, you don't, you're, you're, you don't stand a chance. Is Lamar one of those guys? Yes. I think it's plain and simple like that, Bo. Like, if you don't have a guy, your career is done as a coach and a general manager. Yeah, I agree. That's why whatever people think the market's going to be, if he actually hits it, then we'll see what's what. Dan Orlovsky, ESPN football analyst, former NFL quarterback, 12-year veteran. Driving himself into Bristol. Driving himself. The great no Dan Orlovsky. Hey, boys, make, make, Keyshawn, make Keyshawn go spend some of that money on you today. Go get a nice sandwich, maybe a burger, salad. <laughs> salad for you, Max. Don't want to get put on too many calories, bub. <laughs>
Right. Dan. Dan like nibbles on lettuce for half the day and then has like one meal of like diced chicken with no it's unbelievable. This guy doesn't eat. That's why I look like Zach Efron from Baywatch. <laughs> oh, hey, Alright, as always, Monday Dan brought the fire. Lies, lies, Hot lies, lies, is more brought lies. to you by Vivid Seats where you like earn rewards with, with every purchase. Vivid Seat Rewards is your ticket to more tickets. Vivid Seats Life Happens Live. He's compared too hard to on Zach John Efron? Morant. After he has looks this like a lizard with ears. Zach Efron? Lizard with ears is what Dan looks like. Dan. <laughs> Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. <laughs> I say he was 6'2", get me all hyped. Then we find out this man was 5'9". He well, you Jackson. heard, but he see, I got out of that. next to his brothers. But, but look, I got out of it, though, Jay. Michael How? Jackson was I only said, five nine? Five nine. I said, I know, <laughs> I know he's tall for a musician. <laughs> for me, yeah, see, I got out that. of yeah, it. Yeah, I, right. I, hit it. I hit it with the 6'2", and then I said, well, he might not be 6'2", but I know he's tall for a musician. So if he was 5'9", Jay got a couple inches on him at least, for sure. Yeah, but what Mike, Mike. Mike was 5'9", but he's so thin and long mm-hmm. that he just looks mm-hmm. tall standing next to Not dudes. Not that Kevin five, Garnett effect? 5'3". I mean, he's standing against – come on, man. Them dudes 5'2 and 5'3". Prince was 5'1 <laughs> Think Oof. about it. No, five, he was 5'1 Not when he wore stilettos, though. No, no, no. I think he was 5'1 He was at least one six one tall when he wore stilettos. I didn't hang out with Playing him and basketball play basketball, like Jay. I you didn't guys want to come back to my house? I didn't experience some 3 that. 3 a.m. basketball? And then I didn't did experience that, Jay. <laughs> what did he make? What did he make? Was it pancakes? I don't know what it was, but I would I just said. I wouldn't have been in this house at 3 a.m. Prince is not the only L.A. celebrity to invite you back to the crib at 3 a.m. to play basketball. What? Come on, man. Apparently, there's, apparently you you're spilling the beans, Jay. There's a couple, yeah, out, Jay, there. There's a couple yes, out there. Yes, but they, in diff- they, look, they live a different lifestyle. Just I understand. I'm not on that team, man. It's only a few people, and everybody will know who you're talking about. Chill out, Jay. Stop <laughs> always giving it away for free. Well, I'm not Are I'm not we being <laughs> – let me change the subject to something less controversial. Are we being too tough on John Morant? Well, I don't think that's less controversial. Well, anyway. I'm just trying to get us back on. Listen. Uh, no, at, at, I don't think. I don't. No, no, I don't. He I says don't think no. We're being too hard. Jay uh, says was, have some empathy. Advi- advice? Advice is being too hard? Trying to give a young no, man no, no. some life experiences that you encountered? That's not being too hard. No, Key, I just. Look, I, I, I don't agree with everything John Moran's done. I, I, there's a part of me. Of course you don't. You know, I, Why well, would you? Some, well, because sometimes you need to state that. 
it's the obvious for me, but for some people, they hear like one word and like, oh, I can't believe you're being so soft. And I'm like, no, I, oh, for God. me, for me, Keith, Stay I just I, I, I recognize that a lot of people don't have to deal with being picked as like the guy and then have to handle the pressures that come along with being a guy and every decision being big. The fact yeah, that I, he brandished the weapon I, I, on his it. own IG I agree. suggests to me. That he's it's a call for help because he's self-absorbed. Everyone's already paying attention to his behavior well, off Max, the court because he's been in saying, trouble. Max, you keep saying calling for help. Yep. What what help? I don't understand. You lose words. It's, it's in other words, obvious. when you in other words, he knows there's going to listen. He's not stupid. Like you'd have to be profoundly stupid, which he is not. To think that there will be no repercussion when everyone's watching your off-court behavior from brandishing a firearm in a club live on your own Instagram. You're broadcasting it. You got how many followers? Millions of followers, I'm sure, right? So he knows there's going to be a repercussion. That's what I mean by calling out for help. He's not, he's not in a confrontation. He's help not using what, the though, gun. Max? You See, just keep saying call out for help. Help in other words, what? In other words, an intervention in his, life, in his basic lifestyle right now. You have to know there's going to be a suspension from this. You have to know people are going to See, pay attention to no, this. No, no, you don't. No, 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 you don't. I'm not I, saying it's conscious. No, no, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think John Morant was thinking at all, right? It, it, like, that's that, even and, worse. And, and I'm giving him the benefit of so the doubt. Like, that's what happens, though, when you become self-absorbed mm-hmm. from somebody who's lived through it. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you don't think because in, 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 in this world, there are typically repercussions for your actions. Like, I try to help people understand this. Yo, when you're making a lot of money and you're deemed as somebody, oh, somebody doesn't rock with you, great, you're fired. There'll be, there'll be 10 other people that'll want to get in my camp because they get paid. So a lot of times there's not repercussions for your actions, so you're not thinking I'm about I'm giving him the benefit you're of the doubt. In fact, you're giving, it might be worse. You're giving yeah. him way too big of a benefit of the well, doubt. He's John Morant, okay? What has happened the other three times? That these alleged incidents have come he got up. off. He got off. It, it, it wasn't no get off. It wasn't nothing to get off. Oh, no, there was a police report, but there were no charges. Yeah. yeah, right? The, the, the last incident that came to my mind that I thought of is leaving the game, allegedly when there was a laser being pointed at a bus in the car that he was riding in. Mm-hmm. That went away. So when you in this situation and you jaw, you thinking, Ain't nobody gonna do nothing to me. Even I if you I'm not think crying that, out for help. even if you think that, it's like a little kid pushing the limits to find out. You know why little kids act like that? Like little kids, they they throw the thing. Even when they're in their high chair, right? Like they push the thing off. They want to see what the limits are, <laughs> yeah. right? So job ja might be like that, pushing the limits. Let me see where the line is. He just found and that's out. and that's why I'll say it again and I'll say it again till I turn blue in the face. And I'm already dark, so you know that's not gonna be too hard. <laughs> you didn't say it, Max. I did. In the end, the people around him in his circle, the ones that's eating the lobsters and the steaks and getting the good macaroni and cheese and all that, they've got to see that and say, no, 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 that's not how we're rolling right now. We're not rolling like that. This is how we're going to roll. We're going to get us some off-duty FBI guys, and we're going to get us some these guys, and this is how we're going to do it. We're going to do it because you know who gave him the blueprint? LeBron James and Kevin Durant. He done gave him the blueprint on how to play on the court and how to handle business off, both of them. And if you can't follow that lead and understand who those guys are and where their careers are right now, you don't want it. That's right. And then all, you all your whole entourage, no more truffle oil on all that food. Because you it's ain't seen Ke- Kevin, food. Kevin Durant ain't in no club with no gun doing all that. No, no, KD going to roll his bodyguards. And he, everybody stay away from me. I'm good. Mm-hmm. That's just the real world.
Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. A lot of people want to weigh in on Josh. Did you call me purple? What? Say yes. I thought I heard him say purple. I thought I heard you say I'm purple, Max. Who, I said that? Yeah. What are you talking about? Ah, I see. I thought I I heard you say I was so black I was purple. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Much more coming up. ESPN Radio. (laughs) Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.